Hello and welcome back to Sea Red UK, where quite simply is Chicago Bull Sea. For every listening, and if you're watching on YouTube, rate, review, subscribe, helps us out, and ensures you don't miss another episode. I'm Matt, and as usual, joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here anyway. Uh, I wasn't expecting to be quite where I am right now to record, but rather than being at home or in my car, I'm actually stuck in uh, Sofia with work which I suppose there's worse places I could be and worse things we could be doing than talking about balls. But uh, anyway, that's the way it is. Let's go. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I'm off work this week, hence a different background. Um, makes recording a little bit more difficult for me, actually, whereas you being at work makes it more difficult for you. <laughs> but yeah, so that's why we're, um, we're not behind on the news, but we're going to cover a lot of it now. Um, from the weekend, we were going to go last night, weren't we? But yeah, you uh, you selfishly got stuck in a in a foreign country. Um, <laughs> so yeah, obviously Friday. Uh, well, there's quite a lot of Bulls news that dropped on Friday, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, it was a busy day. I think there was all Woj bombs as well, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Later confirmed by Casey Johnson, and eventually. Yeah. Part of it confirmed by Bulls himself, which that's a whole different story. Um, and the first bit, the Chicago Bulls have uh, sent a two-way offer or signed on Rock Bittim to a two-way contract. Now, yes. this was obviously reported, what, about a month ago, if not longer? Mm-hmm. Originally, wasn't it? And then nothing come. Everyone was expecting him to be on the Summer League uh, roster um, with the hope of him getting that two-way. Some people even said they could see him getting one of the the last few roster spots. And then it disappeared. Um, he was then spotted on the Rockets, or training with the Rockets. Um, didn't appear on their Summer League team. And, yeah, Friday, it was announced that Bulls have signed him to a two-way deal. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was a Woj bomb to start with and then Casey Johnson wrote an article about it confirming it everyone else has run with it as yet still no official signing graphic whatever you want to call it from Bulls himself but yeah before we get into Bitim um, what's your your take on it? Uh, I really really like this um, I was actually quite uh, gutted when it didn't look like it was going to happen um, I'd kind of put it to bed in my own head that it was going to happen didn't think it was happening at all so then when that came out on Friday I have to admit this this signing really interests me um, from looking at the way he's been playing in which is essentially the second best league or one of the best leagues in, in, in Europe um, I really see this guy being a, a quiet positive move for the Bulls um, he's hard nosed um, he's tough he can shoot from three he can uh, move quite well through the air uh, he has a bit of a shot I mean I, I just I like everything about this guy um, really hoping that he ends up in this the surprise signing of the summer for us um, I think he's going to be a real fan favourite yeah I mean you just have to look at the thumbnail uh, for this this episode. That there's that picture of him 
with the blood dripping down from his eyebrow. You know, what more do you want than somebody who's with a bleed team? Do you know what I mean? Um, I mean, I'm not going to go into his stats or anything like that um, because they're, they're in Eurobasket. Do they translate one for one to the NBA? Probably not. Um, I'd say I think we'll probably see a lot of him for Windy City more than we will for, for Bulls. I know some people were pretty high on saying that he was going to get one of these back-end roster spots. I think he's NBA ready now, but, you know, at the end of the day, he's, he's coming from Europe. I think, was it Spurs, OKC, obviously ourselves, Rockets, were the teams that was interested in him. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. not a lot of interest really is it, out of 30-odd teams. Um, and when you look at the other three teams, <laughs> it's, it's not the best company to be in, is it? But... <laughs> So I guess that depends on team scouting in Europe. Um, right. Ob- obviously, AK reportedly travelled over to watch him in a game. Um, and look, you know, the fact he's coming over on a two-way, it's a challenge for him to prove himself, first and foremost, isn't it? You know? Yeah. And he's not really got much to lose, has he? Do you know what I mean? If he doesn't make it, if he doesn't make it, he probably goes back to Europe. Mm-hmm. However, like you say, we're both pretty high on the signing. Obviously, as soon as that report that come out from there's a European outlet, won it? I think uh, the original report. And, yeah, originally, uh, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, and we both sort of dived into it, didn't we? You know, looked him up, YouTube videos, all that sort of stuff. And I actually spoke to a guy in Turkey. Uh, as that report was sort of getting spread around, mainly to get the correct pronunciation of his name, um, which we've tried to, tried to give, um, whether we've done it right, but it is on on Ralph Bittim, apparently. That's how it how he said it. And he then gave me a bit of a breakdown on his game. And like I said, I'm not going to bore with stats. I mean, he did bore me with stats anyway, but obviously this is somebody who... He's in Turkey. He's watched. He watches that level of basketball, um, and I think you get a better understanding of him rather than watching him on YouTube. Because at the end of the day, anyone can look good in a YouTube um, video, can't they? Do you know what I mean? You, yeah. Like anybody in a YouTube video, and they're going to look like Michael Jordan. Um, I mean, on that, obviously, he did win a couple of dunk contests as well, didn't he? Um, and if you watch any of the videos. He's, uh, he likes to do that sort of 360 dunk, doesn't he? And yeah, so I think he's going to be a fun player to watch, even for Windy City. And the the bits that this guy in Turkey, uh, so apologies if I butcher his name, but he didn't tell me how you say his name. I've got it down as Mert, Mert Akin. So apologies if it's wrong, but there's maybe a bit of accent meant to be on it, but anyway. Uh, he put, I used to watch him live while he was playing for Kasiaka between 19, uh, 2019 and 2021. He was my favourite player on the roster, but it's more like a love-hate situation ship. He's explosive and strong-ish, and when he's in the mood, he can shoot back-to-back threes easily. But he plays with emotions, which can lack in the current NBA. It's like you need a Pat Bev on the opposite side to fuel him. Here in Turkey, everybody's like Pat Bev, so it's not a problem. 
Uh, I think he had a better ceiling than uh, Sadie Osman when he was young, and he's actually still young. So uh, you can see him play ISO and posterize the opposite player and run back and get a block and a rebound in the paint and start the fast break. I'm sure he's better than the player Bulls drafted in the second round, to be honest. If trained well, both physically and mentally, he can provide for show. That's all. Um, and then I replied to him and he put a bit more. I'm sure that he can actually. Uh, I want to see him play against Bogdanovich, actually. They used to play in here and I remember him dominating Bogdan in some games, both defensively and offensively. The main problem is he can score 31 night and six the next with 22% on the second night. But he's working on it and he's more consistent in Bersaspor. Uh, and that was pretty much the end of his review. So, yeah, that's somebody who's watching him. Um, and to me, that sounds like somebody who's going to be exciting to watch as well. You know, mm-hmm. if he's going to get a one end and posterize somebody and then be straight back down the other end and getting a block, a steal, a rebound, whatever it is, and then starting another fast break, what more can you ask for? Um, yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, obviously, we're pretty high on him uh, and, and it, or his potential, shall we say. Uh, yes. We did, watch, we did watch quite a lot of Windy City games last year as well, didn't we? Um, when there was available, there sometimes is that bit of a crossover where it's on the same time as a regular Bulls game. So obviously, we Yeah, you might get the first half of a Windy City game and then you have to move over to the regular game. Yeah, um, but obviously, moving forward with next year, we are aiming to, well, to watch as many Windy City games as we can. Um, and we'll potentially be talking about them on this pod um, mm-hmm. if we can watch them. I mean, we follow all, all the socials and that anyway, so it might be a case of box scores, but we're keeping an eye on Bitim, Sonogo, Lewis, because we're, we're excited about all three, really, aren't we? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and obviously we just want to bring that content, obviously first and foremost, to the UK, but to anyone else who's listening to us as well. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you've got anything else on Bitim. No, nothing else to add other, other than I hope it works out. Um, I think it has the potential to work out. We may not really fully see what he has to bring this season, but I certainly think that once he kind of finds his feet a little bit, um, it could definitely be a big signing for us in, say, the 24-25 season. Yeah. Uh, like you say, maybe a year to to get up to speed with the American game. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's I mean the same Eurobasket's a bit more. Um, dogs can end up <laughs> a bit more, um, a bit more contact and stuff in there in the European game. So you know, it might have to get used to not having as much contact. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then obviously a few hours later on Friday, we got the news that, well, we've kind of been waiting for. Ayodosumu is staying in Chicago. Well, yes. <laughs> uh, three years, 21 million. So, uh, 7 million a year. Uh, I've not seen the official breakdown. I don't know if it's increasing as it goes or what. But, um, obviously, initial thoughts is 7 million a year. And again, I'll throw it to you um, with your thoughts 
before we get into my thoughts. Yeah, I'm I'm not opposed to Io coming back. Um, I do think that it could have been a real shame if we'd let him go somewhere else and then see him take the third year leap that a lot of players take. Um, he certainly suffered from the sophomore slump, so you know he's he's following suit of the norm. Um, players that have quite a strong rookie season as he did, and then suffer the sophomore slump, they tend to then have a bounce back season and a real escalation in year three. So that's what I'm kind of hoping for Io, and I hope, I'm hoping to see. Um, I'm glad that we'll be seeing it in Chicago instead of somewhere else if it does happen. But uh, I can't help but feel it's a bit of an overpay. Um, he, he, you know, he was kept on the long finger for long enough. I thought we'd at least be getting him on the um, qualifying offer. Uh, but obviously this is a little bit above the qualifying offer. And when we don't have much money to play with anyway, and we still have technically two roster spots to fill, uh, I, kinda, I can't help but feel it's just a little bit over what I would have liked. Yeah, and I think I'm I'm pretty much the same. I mean, we did say on was it last week's episode with Gigi that if you left, yeah, you kind of you're not that bothered. If he stays, you're not that bothered. Um, And the thing that I found most interesting was a lot of people were saying get rid of him, and then all of a sudden when we've re-signed him, they're like, oh yeah, fantastic, you know, and it. These are the same people on social media and you're thinking, yeah, I know we've kind of sat on the fence with it. If he goes, he goes. If he stays, he stays. So what? But mm. I'm not particularly high on him coming back and I'm not particularly low on him coming back. You know what I mean? It's just, he's back. And like you say, it seems like a bit of an overpay and that's the mm-hmm. bit that's getting me the most. However, two years down the line, is seven million for Ayo going to be an overpay? If he gets back, it may that. not be. You know, so it, it's potentially a good deal. Um, it's a movable deal as well, which yes, you, know, you can throw in into another trade. Um, should should it not work out? Uh, but look, at least we're keeping him around, and we're going to give him a chance to develop mm-hmm. in Chicago. At the end of the day, well, it's a second round pick as well. That's what people, a lot of people, seem to forget with Ayo. You know, and people are yeah. saying with Julian Phillips, you know the. He's going to spend all his time with Windy City, blah, blah, because he's only a second-round pick. Why are we expecting anything different from Ayo? Just because he got thrown into the starting lineup and all that. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's still neat. He's only, what, 23, 10 and 24? He's still got time to develop. He still needs time to develop as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, all right, he's going into year three now. You kind of want to see that leap from him. Um as we'll get on with the, the other players in another episode, I guess, of our expectations for him. Um, but no, it, I think I'm, I'm glad he's coming back and I'm glad we're going to see him hopefully develop in Chicago. To me, it just felt why we haven't got, like you said, we haven't got that much money to play with. And you giving Ayo an extra, what, two million than what everyone was thinking? Yeah. You know, for a player that everybody had kind of lost lost a little bit of hope with as well, isn't it? That's the thing. But I guess it shows what Pools actually think of it. So, yeah. 
and and they've given him a lifeline with this, right? They've kind of given him the opportunity, and I'm presuming they're kind of saying to him, "Look, this is this is your chance. You're pretty far down in the pecking order now. We're very guard heavy, but if you can prove to us that, that you you deserve a place on this roster, then you go ahead and prove it to us." And and, and that's kind of how I feel that they they've kind of thrown that to him, and and that maybe I'm making this up in my own head, but that's how I imagine and envisage it to have gone. You know, you show us why you need to be sitting higher up on the bench, and and this is his chance to do that. And they they've they've paid him well enough in order to do it. Um, certainly for this season, like you say, if he if he transpires to be this player that we all hoped he would be, this ends up to be a very very positive and reasonable deal for the Bulls. But if he falls off a cliff, then it becomes the opposite. But like you say, it's easy enough to move. So let's hope that. Let's hope he, he turns out to be the player that we all hoped he would be in year one. And we'll see from there. Yeah. Um, I think even if you get him anywhere near what he was in year one, then that seven million looks pretty decent. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, I imagine, his, like you say, his role is... Well, he's a combo guard for a start. He's not yeah. a point guard. Um, so to me, he's not even in that talk of being the starting point. Um, no. That far away from it is now where do you see him fitting in the rotation? Um, and I think you've got what Carter and Co- well, people are putting Carter and Kobe in for the for who's going to start a point guard. Um, and now we've both said we don't see Kobe as a starting point. No. So to me. Kobe comes in for Zach at that shooting guard. Mm-hmm. You then got Caruso. Now, for me, Caruso, he's not really a guard. He's not a forward and he's not a guard. He's just, he's just Alex Caruso. You know what I mean? He's a bit of a utility guy, isn't he? Um, yeah, put, him in, put him in where you want him. So to me, I don't see Caruso being in that guard rotation. So to me, Ayo comes in to back up Carter, if anything. Um, you know, obviously he's above Dylan in the the rotation. I'd have thought that's if you see Dylan as a point guard as well. <laughs> you know, we seem to have a lot of people that, or a lot of players that people are sort of pigeonholing into being point guards. To not, to me, no. the only point guard we've got is Javon Carter, right? And everyone else is just going to get plugged in around him to to fill their minutes while he's sitting on the bench. Um, mm-hmm. and the fact we've seen how you'll start at point guard and show what you can do as well if you can get anywhere near that he's a solid backup isn't he as well um, I thought he had quite a good link up with Kobe White at some point I mean we did try to coin the phrase Ayobi when it was going well <laughs> and then it didn't very long yeah it didn't keep going so but no I mean I'm, I'm happy that we're going to get a chance to see him hopefully develop. Um, I mean, he seems to have gone a bit quiet this off-season. I mean, last year he was having a, a monster off-season, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, you read the reports, but we've seen a few workout videos and that's about it, really. So, you know, maybe he's, he's working in silence. Yeah. Which... Full credit to him if he is, you know, come back. Absolutely. 
Yeah. And then, was it Friday night or was it Saturday morning? I think, well, I got it Saturday morning anyway. I think I went to bed early Friday. Um, Jafon Freeman Liberty. Bulls Nation were that high on him, ourselves included. You know, we were talking mm-hmm. about does he warrant one of them last roster spots? Does he get the last two way? Obviously, we got the bits in news earlier, which meant he's probably not going to get a two way. And then we got the news that he has joined Toronto Raptors on a two way. Um, right. More to spend the time in the G League, but I don't know we're Raptors because they're a bit of a mess, aren't they? So, yeah, well, I, by by all accounts, according to reports from his uh, agent, the deciding factor was that he would get more time, more floor time with the Toronto Raptors than they with the Chicago Bulls, which makes a lot of sense because the Bulls are obviously already very guard heavy. You know, we're trying to find space for Io um, just in that last conversation. So where exactly are you going to put JFL in? You know, so you can kind of see his point. You can see his agent's point, and I can understand why. But the bit that concerned me was the initial report said that the Bulls didn't even try to get him. But I think that sense since has been kind of uh, squashed by um, by Casey Johnson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw all them reports as well, and I mean, we were we were high on JFL from from last summer league. Um, yeah. So to see every like as I think we said on the last episode or whenever it was, to see everybody else now getting on that train, it's like you know we're already driving that train, <laughs> you know welcome <laughs> board. Um, we both did say we didn't see him getting a regular contract with the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, it was going to be a two way. And yeah. like you just, said, that's the reason why he's gone to Toronto because chances are he gets more more time on the floor. And you can't knock him for that. You know, he's no. 23, you know, he's, he's trying to get his way into the NBA. Um, and obviously it's, a, it's an opportunity. It's not that far from Chicago either, is it? I know it's a different country, but, you know, so obviously with him being a Chicago boy, it's you know, just a quick trip over the border, isn't it? Um, yeah. To, it's still more or less at home, just not at home. <laughs> Um, right. But then that shouldn't be a factor anyway. You, you know what I mean? If if he wants to be in the NBA, whatever, he'd have gone gone to the West Coast. You know what I mean? It, it's just that. So it is, isn't it? Um, so obviously the question I'm going to ask you is: Have Bulls cocked up by letting him go? Um. I, okay, speaking with my head instead of my heart because I really like the guy. Um, I actually think that this is the best move potentially for the future for Chicago and certainly for him. Um, yeah, go to Toronto, do do your time, get your minutes, build yourself up, get NBA ready, and maybe come back to us then. We'll take, we'll take you then. Um, he's not going to get the kind of floor time that he needs to develop in Chicago. Um, I think he'll get a lot more of that time in Toronto. I can see why it makes sense for him to be in Toronto. So all, all power to him. Uh, go over there, and then come home to us when you're ready. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit similar to Javon Carter, isn't it? You know, yeah, he's what now 28, and he's finally coming home. Um, obviously, it's a little bit different with JFL because he he come through. 
in the Chicago system, hasn't he? Do you know what I mean? He's been with Windy City last year and stuff like that. So it's kind of like, feel like you're letting him go. But like you say, he's going to get more chance to develop yeah. if you want to, uh, or hopefully. Um, and then if it doesn't work out, <laughs> I mean, we haven't lost anything, have we? It's uh, as harsh no. as that might be. Um, but I can see why Wolves fans are frustrated, you know. But mm. then it, it was just summer league. <laughs> and, you know, so... Yeah, I've got nothing else on, on Friday slash Saturday. I don't know if you have. No, that was it. I think we've covered everything. Yeah. Here at Sea Red UK, we have our ongoing partnership with Victory Sports UK. Victory Sports UK is a UK-based sports apparel and equipment store where you can get your NBA and other sporting goods. Get kitted out in your favourite team gear and rep your squad all summer long. And all Sea Red UK group members and followers can avail of a special discount code for 15% off their entire range, including products already on sale. Just make sure you're liking and following Sea Red UK on Twitter or become part of the Sea Red UK group on Facebook to receive your exclusive discount code upon request. Visit victorysportsuk.co.uk to seal your victory with Victory Sports UK. Go on and check it out. You know, it makes sense. We've covered, obviously, where bulls are at at the minute. And there's a piece just dropped today on CRADUK.com, uh, put together by Brett with a little um, interlude from yourself <laughs> about obviously what you think of the off season so far and what you think still needs to be done. Um, we're not going to go into it in too much depth, but as you said before, we've kind of got two roster spots left. And yeah. um we're just going to give our quick take on what we think. Uh, what we think Bulls should do with them remaining two roster swaps. Not that we've got a lot of money to no. do anything. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'll let you you go with it first. And as obviously, you had your little say in the piece. Yeah, well, anyone that wants to jump on and have a read of it, you'll get a bit more of a, an idea of where I'm coming from. But... Um, Basically, I, I kind of go a little bit into the Christian Wood situation that's kind of come up, um, read its head again. Christian Wood is always seems to be targeted with the Bulls, um, even though he's already played for practically every team in the NBA. Um, yeah, I mean, I can see the point. I see where people are coming from. But you have to ask yourself the question. I know this has been discussed uh, ad nauseum around, around the uh, socials and different podcasts, but why is it? that Christian Wood can't seem to find a landing spot. And there has to be some reason behind it. Do you know? I mean, it's not like the guy is putting down bad numbers. He's not. I mean, he's, I think, what was it with the Rockets was the only team he'd done back to back, I think. And he he averaged close to 20 points and 10 rebounds um, in both seasons, there or thereabouts. Uh, And, you know, I mean, they are solid numbers. Uh, and yet they let him go. So you've got you've got to ask yourself, why does he keep getting waived by teams? Um, there has to be something behind that, some reason behind it. Um, and I do think that the Bulls have created something and they've gone, gone to a, a, a point where they've tried definitively to create this, um, I see I'm trying to dance around the word, but unfortunately I'm going to have to say it, continuity, where the, the team know each other trust each other small pieces come in but for the for the main part it's the guts of the team stay the same are you really going to want to bring into 
into that fold a guy that potentially by reputation doesn't seem to get on in locker rooms you know is the upside enough to to take him on when for one you've got to look at the cost and two you have to look at the fact that is is it going to be more than just financial cost is it going to cost us more than the locker room and that i don't know it's hypothetical but that's kind of where i landed with it um as i went on to say in the article for me, I mean, look, there's a guy out there that we know and trust already, right? That can play power forward, and Billy has been known to play him at the five as a backup. And we're looking for a third-place backup at the five position anyway. So, I mean, DJJ is not a bad option. And that's that's where I'm kind of throwing it out. Yeah. Um, Christian Wood, for me, like you said, there's a reason he can't sell. Mm-hmm. Um think he's that reason you know like you say on the court seems like solid you know you take his mm-hmm. offensive numbers maybe not his defensive numbers um but you know when you've moved between seven teams in seven years you've got to look at I mean what's that saying you know if you if you meet an asshole every day um well, I can't remember the exact saying, but you meet an asshole every day, then maybe you've got to look at yourself and think, am I the asshole? <laughs> the saying. <laughs> Whatever, you know, somewhere along them lines anyway, the saying. Um, and I think that's maybe the case with him. He's he's the problem, you know, he's the, the dressing room cancer, as it as people like to say it. Um, and like you say, is that what Bulls really want? You know, um, we seem to have worked hard to get this sort of team bond, as you said, the continuity. Um, you know, they all seem to get on well with each other. You know, they all seem to have a laugh with each other. And it's part of the reason why the likes of Drummond have said that he wanted to stay mm-hmm. because of how he, he's made to feel in Chicago, how he feels in the, in the locker room and all that sort of stuff. So do you want to... Throw in a player that is going to disrupt all of that, and that's before you can get into the cost of it all financially. You know, to me, he's not a player that you go into the luxury tax for. For a start, um, and yeah, obviously we've still got the DPE, but to me, that's going to be used later in. Dogs come back, Um, you know, that's going to be used later in the season when. To decide if they need to or not. So, yeah. for me, them last two roster spots, obviously, as it stands, Carlett Jones does have one of them. Will he keep it? I think he's leaning towards yes, especially after getting rid of JFL. Mm-hmm. Um, will he play for Bulls? No. <laughs> Unless we, you know, we're in serious injury concerns. Um, and look, we know Billy likes to have his end of bench guys that don't play, you know, Marku for the last two, three years. And I think that's basically where Carla Jones is going to come in, as well as Dale and Terry, Julian Phillips, um, yeah, probably Drummond, knowing Billy. Uh, uh, so that leaves one roster spot, 
And I know you just mentioned DJJ. I'm going to throw someone else in there for continuity. My guy, Javante Green. Yes, well, I'm not going to be opposed to that for one second. Um, I, I would happily see Javante come back. Yeah, I think it's just leaning towards either one of them two coming back, to be fair, DJJ or Javante. Um, mm-hmm. I'd be happier with Javante, not going to lie, just because it's my guy. Um, obviously, we've had no real report on how he's doing after his injury. That's the only concern with him. Um and with DJJ, he obviously took a chance on himself, didn't he? He took a chance that he was going to get a deal somewhere else. Yeah, so, you know, if he comes back with his tail between his legs on a cheaper deal, we know what we're going to get with him. You know, Mr. Everready. You know, he's yeah. just, you know that you can plug him in, like you say, played him at small ball five, which don't want to see again, to be honest. And that's part of the reason why I hope he doesn't come back because I want to see Drummond get them minutes. You know, yeah. that um, So that's where my thinking is, is that last spot, we need a big, a legit big, yeah. you know, who is happy to, or not happy to sit on the bench, but can sit on the bench, but can also play if required. Yeah, and I haven't got a list in front of me, but I know obviously Rudy Gay's name keeps getting thrown around, which yeah, uh, that wouldn't really wouldn't really do it for me. I guess fits what I'm saying. Somebody who can come in and play if needed, and can also sit on the bench if needed. Um, apart from that, I don't really know who else is available. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I haven't looked at a, an up to date list really. Um, I think the last list I looked at was from a couple of days ago. But I think you've got like um, from like the four to five position, you've got Bismack, you've got Blake, um, you've got Christian Wood. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot. There's not a lot of choice really left on the free agent market. Tony Bradley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to get the list up now. Um, I don't know how up to date it is, but centre wise, um, Moses Brown, his name's on there. I know he's somebody that Bulls Nation are um, talking about. Again. Yeah. For me, there's a reason why he's not settled anywhere because because he's probably not good enough. Um, Tristan Thompson, his name's on the list. Paul's legend. Is he three? Boban's on the list. <laughs> Boban. Boban, is he? <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, he's going to be a great locker room guy. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's nothing to say that they don't push Sonogo into the starting lineup or not starting lineup into the rotation um, after training True. camp and pre-season you know he's not they've got him on that two way but what's to say they're not impressed with him that much that to convert him into a regular deal uh, don't see it personally but it is an option um, but yeah you'd like to think within the next week or two we get confirmation on, on that last signing like I said, I think mm-hmm. Darling is coming back. 
or garlic, as we've been calling him. Um, garlic. <laughs> yeah, and look, he's one of them. If he comes back again, yeah, he comes back. If he doesn't, not going to miss him. Do you know what I mean? It's probably spend more time in Windy City. So yeah, um, I've got nothing else. I don't know if you have. Uh, no, I don't think I have anything else to add apart from anybody that's interested to go on CRAGEUK.com, check out what uh, Brett has had to say on it and my little piece on it too, which I've pretty much discussed here today. Yeah, um, obviously a bit of a thrown together episode really, wasn't it? We're not knowing when we could record and stuff like that. Yeah. So appreciate you for listening or watching. If you're watching on YouTube, um, that's it. Don't forget to hit them uh, like and subscribe buttons wherever you are watching or listening. And, well, if you make it back, we'll be recording next week. Yeah, if I finally get out of here. <laughs> um, hopefully we'll have some, some Bulls content to actually talk about again. And until then, uh, I'll be Matt. And you can find me on Twitter at MattCRedUK. You can find us on all the socials at CRedUK, um, including Twitter, if that's what it is still called, or Rex, or yeah, whatever he decides to call it tomorrow. Um, and <laughs> until next week, thanks for listening. And you can find me on Twitter at NeilCRedUK. Uh, thanks once again to everyone for tuning in, whether you're watching. Or listening, please subscribe, review, give us the thumbs up, give us the five stars, whatever whatever it is on whichever platform you're on. For Matt, myself, remember it's a Chicago Bulls thing, wherever you are in the world, even if you're in Sapir. Until next time, see red people. Talk to you later.